It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. 10 o'clock and welcome to game time for a uh, hump day Wednesday. We're glad you're with us, Tom and Stretch and Garrett. And man, we have got a busy, busy day in sports. Uh, a lot of things to get to, a lot of things breaking here uh, early this morning. So uh, let's go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how you doing? Good. How are you guys today? We're doing terrific. Garrett, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, I know you, you know you're not. Yeah, yeah. Don't sit here and lie like a rug on the radio. <laughs> I mean, here he's on his 14th box of Kleenex this morning because he can't shake a little old cold. And if he ate chicken fried steak, he he, oh, he, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have this cold. Uh, if he'd go to the state fair and get him a corn dog, I'll <laughs> promise you that'd be a cure. Well, I can't do that this year, so I'm, I might have to settle for this chicken fried steak. This wizard, and it's got to be upside down too. It's got to it's got to be the upside <laughs> down chicken fry. So, uh, guys, we've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we uh, obviously the fun stuff is like the baseball playoffs and all of that good stuff. We'll get into that. Well, did you watch the the end of the NBA game last night? I watched. The, I, I couldn't say I watched the end of it. I felt like that game was over with about midway through the third quarter. So, I I, I switched and 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 started concentrating on a little baseball. But so it, it was a weird deal in that I was watching the game and. The pl- you could not hear the announcers. There was no announcers. It was just nothing. Just running up and down the court. Guys well, you could basketball. hear the natural sound, you know, of the you know the ball. Watching a pickup game. Yeah, it, that's exactly what. And then even on the post game when she was interviewing uh, players, you know, uh, you you could barely hear them, uh, and you could not hear her ask the question. I mean, it was weird. So they lost their audio, uh, and because I hit it about three or four minutes to go in the game. And I watched the last three or four minutes of the NBA game. Uh, and, and that deal is done, by the way. Good gracious. Oh, I can't see it. It is funny. Tom, did you not, when you were watching it, and this is what I thought, when you were watching it, were you not thinking, okay, did the Heat win one j- just for TV purposes here? Because that, that's certainly what it's felt like watching w- watching these games. I mean, it, felt, it, it to me, it feels like they said we're not going to give you a 4-0 sweep, so – let, let, let's make sure we let them have a game in this in this series. And that's about what it amounts to because they'll finish this deal out on Friday night. Uh, in you know, they're not going to play tonight and they're not going to play tomorrow night. They're going to wait till Friday night. And I guess, you know, the last time they played on a Friday night, uh, the ratings weren't so weren't so spiffy. You know, last Friday night when they played, in fact, they, they, uh, the ratings were horrible. So we'll see how it goes when they play this Friday night. But I think overall the NBA ratings have been well, horrible. Well, they have been, and I mean, there's I mean, several they've been, reasons. They've been bad all year, and you know what? I'd – Hey, don't get me started. I, I'm going to try to stay away from that. I'm going to try to stay away from that. And I, and you know what? I used to enjoy watching basketball. I really did. Well, I like watching basketball during basketball season. Yeah, it, it's just taking a different. It's the whole the whole scenario is taking a different turn. And 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 you know what? Maybe it has for maybe it has for football. Maybe it has for baseball. I don't. I don't. Now that we're in postseason baseball, I don't find myself losing passion for baseball. Hell, I'm calling you last night when, I mean when. Uh, Stanton, John Carlos Stanton crushed that home run. I'm like, oh my gosh! I mean, you know, I, I haven't lost my passion for. But this uh, is the time of the year that you have postseason baseball. Well, yeah, and, and good point. I mean, I, I guess maybe I am a little bit of a creature of habit. I'll, 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 I'll buy into that. Yeah, I, I am. But, but still, man. 
But still, I mean, w- when you got to the NBA Finals, I don't care when they're playing. I mean, so those are some of the best athletes in the world. Don't you like – I like watching those guys run up and down the court and do some things that are just freakishly crazy from a athletic standpoint. But – Right now, I'm 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 ready to turn the page on basketball. Well, even Q, who loves uh, who loves basketball, he said, "You know what? It's football season," and, and so he he's he's turned as you put it, he turned the page. So anyway, we'll get into that. We'll uh, get into the baseball playoffs, but we also got to get into the COVID situation. Man, the NFL. Ooh. Who it is, and it, it's I mean, messy, it, isn't it? Tom? Messy ain't the word for it. It is. They're all over the map with this stuff, and yeah. man, how you handle this moving forward. Good luck, because every time you turn around, there's one player here, there's two players there. Uh, the poor Tennessee Titans, they still can't get into their facility. You got Buffalo with issues. Oh, man. New England. Just, New England's got issues. Yeah, the New England I Patriots. I mean, does it not do, – do you not almost get the feel, time that it's about to be a 14-day shutdown in the NFL? Well, it very well could be, because it, it's – it's when you start talking about three or four or five players, now you're talking about – just double that when it comes to affecting teams. So you're talking about seven, eight, nine, ten teams being affected, and how do you put a schedule together? I mean, are you just going to call it a forfeit or a or a post? You know, or I mean, what do they do? I mean, there's well, some I don't issues know, and, here. And, and you know, I I always think from a gambling perspective because I, I it's such a huge it's such a huge draw to be betting. But can you imagine what this is doing to you know to to Vegas and how they're trying to set the number and 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 you're dealing with injuries and all the things that are going on. It's it's I, I really do. I, I almost feel like we are we are, if not a, a day or two, we might be hours away from getting just a 14 day stoppage. Well, I, I boy, I hope not. But I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, they they better have some creative uh, plans moving forward and in in you know to see what happens new england with stefan gilmore testing positive we mentioned the titans have a couple of players that have that have tested positive that has prevented their facility from reopening they've been shut down a while now haven't they yeah. uh and and think about that thing and let me go back just a minute i mean think about stefan gilmore that that's their I mean, that's their number one player defensively cam newton's out mm-hmm. i mean they're you know the quarterback all of a sudden you your your team your two best players are shut down. Yeah, and, and now when Cam Newton is able to come back is is anybody's guess right now. But uh, he, you know he he did have the positive test, but he's he hasn't shown any signs. So uh, who knows? Uh, when you don't, and when you don't have symptoms, isn't that then then you got to have two right? negative tests? Correct. Is it two or three? I, I, uh, multiple. Let's put it that way. There's multiple tests that got that uh, that, that they got to get through. Uh, before they can get back into the facility and get back to practicing. So, I mean, who knows where this thing goes? And, and this may just be the tip of the iceberg. Uh, as you point out, it, it may, you know, this may get league-wide where you are absolutely forced to to suspend play, uh, um, what, a month into this thing. So, and then how long is it, do you say, okay, we're all going to, we're going to wait till everybody's available? I mean, is it 14 days? Is it 21 days? <laughs> do we wait just one week and kind of play it by ear and see what games we can get played and what can't games that, you know, that they, I mean, let me, Tom, let me ask you, yeah, let me ask you this. If you're now looking at it, would it have been better to kick this thing back a month to wait four weeks before you started? 
I mean, would you still have? Would you still I be? I think having, we're in the same boat. I, yeah, I do. And, and and I've heard both arguments, and I feel the same way. Even if you would have waited a month to start, I, I still think you, you you would still have these. You know, you would still have these cases. So I I don't know. You 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 have to know that the NFL has thought about alpha to omega. What you know, what scenarios could happen and what they could do. It's going to be very interesting to see how they implement. How, you know the direction that they're going to go, and then if you're the, you know if you're the Pac-12 or you're the Big Ten, and you're sitting there thinking, okay, well it's it's time for us to come out and play, or or, or at least go to practice here because we're a month away from, or now three weeks, two weeks away from playing. Are are, are they looking at the NFL and thinking, okay, how are they going to handle this? It it it, it it's uncharted waters and and it, it's crazy times. Yeah, the only thing I I was thinking about uh, this morning when all this started breaking is. Could they have started a couple of weeks early so they could have built in some windows for this where they could say, okay, we can shut down seven to ten days and still be okay and not be trying to play a, a Super Bowl in March? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, literally, I, I who knows? But where we are right now, and again, I, they're, they're marching forward, Stretch. I mean, right now, as of today, on, on Wednesday, there's nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing that says that they're not going to at least try to move forward with it. But at some point, I think they've got to, they've got to circle back around and, and evaluate where they are and, and come up with something that's equitable for everybody. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that that's exactly what they're doing in New York right now. I, I mean, I'm sure that Goodell has got his group huddled up, and they are, you know, they're trying to figure out exactly how how to how to navigate this. It, there's so many there's so many unanswered questions with this stuff. I mean, I I have a friend of mine who's got it and he has had it for two weeks, and I, literally he has had day after day he's had a different it's like different symptoms. I mean, one day he can't smell, one day he's you know he's sick in his stomach, one day he's you know he's he's got fever, the next day and it, literally cannot shake it. it it it's uh it's one of those it's one of those situations that there's so much unknown about this it's still a very maddening situation all right so 10 minutes after 10 o'clock in uh in tallahassee uh former legendary head coach of the florida state seminoles bobby bowden has been hospitalized with uh with uh covid so uh it's just i mean it's it's everywhere and 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 again it's it's it it spreads so stinking fast. It, it can get in a locker room and be all over that locker room in a oh. blink. I mean, it's just it's just crazy, and it affects, as you pointed out, it affects everybody a little differently. It, it's not a consistent. Here's here are the three or four or five things that happen when you get you know, you, you kind of know what's going to happen when you get a cold. You kind of know what's going to happen when you get the flu. I mean, you know what I mean? But with this, it's all over the map. Yeah, it, it is. It, everybody is something different. And so now we go back and think about what the NFL's trying to do. And, and I'm sure, guess what? They're all over the map. Absolutely. They, they, you think, and, and we do. I mean, I, I do believe that, I mean, it's the strongest organization that there is. I mean, the NFL, and I'm sure they tried to think of every possible scenario. I mean, the way they did the wristbands and the way they could do that uh, contact tracing, all the things that they could do, uh, you know, making certain players in the building level one players or, or level one guys, which was the players, coaches, so on, and the scouts were level two. I mean, they thought it. It's been thought well out. I just don't know. 
I, I just don't know how they're going to implement a plan, but it is, it is going to be a very interesting next what, we, what could feel like one week right here. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think the next eight to ten hours because you you got to start thinking in terms of if you're going to shut down, you've got a Thursday night game on your docket. Uh, do you proceed with that? Uh, do you, I mean, are, are we pushing things back? And there's certain, certain things you just can't push back. Uh, and so who knows? Uh, and, and do you get to a point to where you say, you know what? We're going to proceed and, and, and proceed with – then when, what do the players think? What do the players say? I mean, are the players going to be willing to, 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 to move forward with this when they have uh, teammates that are, that are under the weather? I mean – Well, and that's the thing too, Tom, is you got, you know, you've, got, you've, got the, you've got the league and you've got that group and then you've got Namara Smith and, 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 and the union and yeah. the players' union. Yeah. So they, they, that's the other thing is they have to agree – with with how to proceed so there there there's some real hurdles that the nfl is going to have to jump over here all right it's 10 12 12 after 10 o'clock we are going to uh step aside right here on game time we'll come back we're going to jump into the baseball we uh kind of touched on it but we wanted to get into the nfl thing real quick but we're going to come back and we're going to talk some uh some baseball and and uh, talk about uh, boy, we, we you talking about a full docket of baseball? We had it yesterday, and we're going to have it again today. So we'll get into that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today, just a few high clouds from time to time, but it's going to be a warm day. Highs top out at 87 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 59 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Still a bit on the warm side with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. (laughs) When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rates subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not 
not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Let's face it, some people just like driving around in the new. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy, nothing constricting me. Gross. But there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner. Leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile, and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. It's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem, or you can create a commotion with catskin leather seats at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Ten seventeen, seventeen after 10 o'clock. Welcome back into game time. This is your all-access pass to Central Texas Sports. We're glad you're with us. Okay, so last uh, yesterday, the Astros defeated Oakland 5-2, to two, and Atlanta beat Miami 9-5, to five, Dodgers over San Diego 5-1, to one, and Tampa uh, even their series with the Yankees at 7-5. to five. So, Stretch, this thing is playing out exactly the way we want it. So the, the Astros go out and, and they stuff Oakland today and, and win that series and, and, and dispatch of the athletics uh, – and get that deal done, and then New York and Tampa can go five you're games. Re- you're really thinking Houston's going to sweep them, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it's, you done that, yep. it's done you today. It's done today. You feel that positive about your quitty going to the mound today and just shutting down the A's? This deal is done. The A's have checked it in, man. They're, I mean, it's 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 over with. So that's what they do, like out on the West Coast. Those Oakland and, and San Francisco teams, they uh, they just they just quit on you. Well, now wait a minute. Did you watch, did you watch the Padres last night? They didn't. Uh, they didn't. Come on now. You, they you, scored you. a whopping one run. They got after it. <laughs> and their manager got dumped. Uh, did you see that little uh, exhibition of uh, sportsmanship? Yeah, I think I did. As a matter of fact, <laughs> he, I did. He was explaining to the home plate umpire what he thought a strike looked like. I thought he was being very nice about it. <laughs> as every third word was, was bleeped out. And uh, eventually he said that magic word, and he got uh, – Got he got excused. Heave-ho. Yeah, he got excused from the game. So, and you and really, you don't see that a lot uh, in postseason baseball. You don't see uh, coaches or managers getting dumped from the game because you know umpires they'll tolerate just a little bit more. And, uh, and but I wonder and also when you, you have when the all star umpires too. You have the best of the best. So uh, right, but I wonder too, Tom, when you've got when you've got nobody 
when you've got nobody in the stands, I mean, you're hearing a lot oh, more. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're hearing a lot more maybe than you would normally hear, or that you know you're 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 not getting the uh, as a as an MLB umpire, you're not getting it from the fans' perspective or that guy sitting right behind home plate, or you know, get, giving it to you. So <laughs> sometimes you wonder if they they've got to be hearing everything for. Oh yeah, and they got the rabbit ears going. There's no question. So. Uh, when there's a little barking from that dugout, uh, they hear it. <laughs> they hear it when there's 40,000, so you know they hear it when there's zero. So, But anyway, is there anybody hotter in, in, in baseball right now than the Astros? No. I mean, no. They, they, we, we, they, you know what? We talked about this, we talked about this yesterday with, with our guests that we had on. I, I don't think anybody is, is playing as good right now. And, and, and I mean, how about – I mean, how about Springer, Correa? I mean, those guys are coming out and saying, "Hey, we're we like we like October baseball. We 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 feel better playing in this style of weather." And that's you know what? Right now, the the, the Astros are hot as a pistol, and I, I'm with you. I could see them. I could see them sweeping the A's. I guess I just want to see a. I, I found myself last night rooting on the Yankees, which I don't do very often. But I found myself rooting on the Yankees because mm-hmm. I want to see I want to see the Yankees and the Astros. I want to see Garrett Cole who left you know who left the Astros to go. To, I, I want to see that matchup. I want to see and you you take all the you take all the trash can banging and all the sign stealing and all that. You know what? That's out of it all of a sudden. I mean, so it'll be it, it's going to be it, that would be a great series. But I'm tell you, Tampa's not going to be an easy out. No, they can pitch. No. And that, and last night they were they were just saying you know what we can knock it out of the park too and that was a that was a fun watch. This is the most competitive series I think of all of them is Tampa Bay and the New York Yankees. But make no mistake, Major League Baseball they're not going to tell you publicly, but you know they want the New York Yankees in the next round. And they, you know and 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 let's go let's go a step further than that. Who do they want in the World Series? They want they want the Yankees and the Dodgers. No question. And that. <laughs> So right now, right now they're they're kicked back thinking, yeah, we had to we had to shorten our season, but if there's any way we we can finish with the bang. Well, let's look at the history there. I mean, right, right. think about the Dodgers, you know, in, in their days in Brooklyn, and I mean, there is the history of the Dodgers and the New York Yankees. That's that's a, that would be. That would be the calling card for Major League Baseball in, in this crazy sixty-game shortened season. You're and the exactly only way they right. could make it any better is to get Vince Scully to call the game. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? So, oh. uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's 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 the dream. And, and right now, the Dodgers they beat uh, San Diego. I just I, we were talking about it this morning, and I was just I was just kind of laughing last night. You got the Astros, you got the Dodgers, you've got uh, the and the San Diego Padres all in postseason play. In their stadiums in use, but none of them are in their own ballparks. <laughs> it's just that's 2020, guys. When you have uh, games being played at neutral sites and and stadiums being used by teams that uh, you know normally you'd have the Dodgers hosting, you know, the or or, or what you know, or the, it, uh, the three out of five is going to switch back and forth, obviously. Right. But it ain't this year. And uh, so the Dodger Stadium is in use, and and uh, pot, uh, San Diego's ballpark is in use, and of course the uh, Minute Maid is in use, but not by the teams that normally would use them, and they're all in postseason play. But that's baseball in 2020 right now. And maybe they, you know what? Maybe they do have it figured out. They they kind of fought through their 
early season COVID issues and 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 got it figured out. So I, I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that you know we're I, 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 we don't need to get back to talking to the NFL right now, but I'm sure hoping the NFL can kind of follow that same blue blueprint that baseball did. I mean, you know, they had to they had to shut some teams down. But they were able to fight through it, and now it, it, it looks like they're going to have a successful, you know, end of their season. So Miami and Atlanta will get it going today at 1 o'clock. Then Oakland and Houston will uh, start around 2.30. And you got Tampa and New York at 6 o'clock tonight and San Diego and L.A. at 8 o'clock. I like that 8 o'clock as opposed to 8.4. I'm telling you, I didn't make it to the end of the game. The eyelids got heavy, and I checked out. I mean, it was, you know. You put, reached over and put your CPAP mask on and shut it down. And away we go, brother. Now, let me ask you this. You're not, you, 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 you tell me you're going to dial in on this vice presidential debate tonight. We're not here to talk politics, but are you going to keep one eye on that? No. no I like to. You know, I'm honest. Yeah, I'm watching baseball. No, nothing wrong with that. I'm, no, watching, I'm watching baseball. Garrett, you going to keep an eye on the vice presidential debate? No, I avoid all politics stuff. No, it's, it's a nightmare. Manure. That's a bunch of bull <laughs> going there. Are you watching it? I'm going to flip. I, I am going to flip it on a little bit. I, at this point, we are we're we are less than we're less than a month out, and I yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of starting to get the I, I'm I'm getting cranked up and into. Well, let me it a ask you bit. something. Let me just let me ask you something. Don't be one of those people that says I'm I'm from the Beto Rourke. No, Who are you voting no, on? No, Bulls no, crap. no. I don't want to know that. that. I want to ask you one question. Could anything happen tonight that would change your mind on the on on the ticket you want to vote for? Nope. In the vice presidential no. debate, no. could anything no. happen to? No. So then it's a waste of but my don't two you, hours. But don't you want to? Don't you kind of want? Don't you? You don't have. You're not. Come on now. You're. You don't tell me you're one of those guys that stands in line at Walmart and you don't reach over and grab the National Enquirer and just read the first article that's up there. No, I nope. read people when oh, I'm in that line. <laughs> read people. <laughs> Now, now it's going to go bull corn to bull shout, and, and, then it's, and then it's real close to getting the eye. So that's oh. come on, tell us the truth. No, I mean you're not going to change your mind, so you're just going to watch it for entertainment purposes. So I'm going to watch baseball for entertainment purposes. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'll give you a knickknack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. I'm just being honest and telling you, I'm going to put one eye on it and kind of take a gander over there when, when, when baseball kind of starts wearing me down about. Eight eight o'clock tonight. That will only be the start of the fourth game. You've got a long way to go. <laughs> you got a long <laughs> way to go. All right, uh, ten twenty-five. This is game time. And again, the uh, by the way, you can catch the Astros uh, walloping the Oakland A's this afternoon, and you can <laughs> what? <laughs> I just like that you are. You have firm belief, and you're not afraid to back away from it. Does Oakland ha- does Oakland have a chance to sweep a three if they were play to play a three game series at a neutral site, and you were betting, you, you everything you had would you bet on Houston to win one out of three or Oakland to win three out of three? I'd bet on Houston. Well, of course, and so that's and the and that the, doesn't mean they're going to sweep them today. Oh yeah, they'll get it done today and get it over <laughs> with. Just get it get, get right. it done. All okay. right, so th- that'll be over on our sister station at two o'clock this afternoon, Fox Sports Central Texas. That's thirteen thirty a.m. and ninety three point nine FM, and you can catch the Astro broadcast right here on our uh, sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. It's ten twenty seven. And, and by the way, if you got an opinion on anything that we've uh, discussed, and we we've kind of covered the gamut in the first. 
27 minutes. We'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. Where is our grumpy old fan, Tom? Is that is that what it is, Garrett? Am I saying that right? Yeah, you got it right. All right, well, I, we better wake him up. Somebody better send him a <laughs> better send him a wake up call. We haven't heard anything yet. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. The CNC Collision Center text line. We're going to step aside. We're back to talk Big Twelve. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Coach and Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Coach Kenneth Weithorn, Darren Burrow, and me for Midway Panthers football all season long. This Friday night, the Panthers take on South Grand Prairie. Our broadcast begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have all the exciting play-by-play action at 7.30. It's South Grand Prairie and your Midway Panthers, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Coach and Ford. Incomas Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomas Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. Incommons Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Best row. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Hey, Whataburger fans, here's some good news for you. Whataburger has a rich, creamy treat that's sure to satisfy your cravings. It's the Dr. Pepper Shake, and it combines everything you love about Whataburger's classic shakes with the 23 delicious flavors of a Dr. Pepper. So, whether you're craving a smooth shake or a soda bursting with bold flavor, the Dr. Pepper Shake has the best of both worlds. But you better try it soon because it won't be long before this limited-time shake is gone. It's the Dr. Pepper Shake, and again, it's only around for a limited time and only at Whataburger. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steven Zimcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as little as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Astros have jumped out to a 2-0 series lead over the A's after their win on Tuesday afternoon. George Springer talked after the game about the significance of being up 2-0 and the job not yet being done. Now obviously, it's it's um, big for us, but that's not outstanding game over there. And, you know, it's it's 
it's about inning by inning, pitch by pitch. You know, we understand what the A's can do both offensively and on the mound. So it's 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 honestly just about going pitch by pitch and. We'll see what happens. Astros A's game three broadcast at two. First pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. The Rangers parted ways with pitching coach Julio Rangel and first base coach Hector Ortiz will not be with the Major League staff next season. Ortiz will be offered a chance to be reassigned within the minor league system. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to game time on ESPN Central Texas. Now it's time to fly around the Big 12. Got to talk some about... Big 12 and Baylor with uh, Jerry Hill coming up uh, in, uh, before the top of the hour. Also, Sean Salisbury will, uh, will join us at uh, 11 o'clock-ish, and so we'll get to that as well. Right now, we're going to talk some uh, some Big 12. On the, NF, on the uh, football docket, boy, there's just not much conversation, guys, going on between uh, about this Texas-Oklahoma matchup. The Red River thing, and there's very little buzz about you know, a, a mm-hmm. team that's lost two in a row and a team that got beat at home and should have lost two in a row. Yeah, yeah. and should you're right, should have lost two in a row. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised by that. I, I feel like it, this weekend for the Big 12, it seems like the TCU-Kansas State has kind of been the marquee matchup instead of Texas OU, and that, that's surprising to me. What do you all think? Well, I mean, Texas OU guys, I mean, this first, first kind of week in October when they always play this game, it's always been the talk. It, it really is. It it feels like a shift in it feels like a shift in the power uh, of the of the Big 12 right now with what's going on with with both those schools. I I read the article, I don't know if you guys read the article about Urban Meyer being critical about Tom Herman and how mm-hmm. they're not developing players at the University of Texas. What's what's happening? It's 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 an interesting, you know, there's a lot of people that feel a lot of different ways about what's going on with the University of Texas and you know, I, I certainly think that hiring of Tom Herman was 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 a very knee jerk hire. But you know, four years into it, these are his players now, and so he, when you hear his former boss come out and be openly critical of the fact that he's not he's not doing a good job of evaluating the talent in this state, and then he's not doing a good job of developing them when he does get them there. That's pretty scathing. That's been my issue with Texas over the past, I would really say since Mac Brown's last couple of years, was they ha- they they can get any five-star they want, right? They can get any player in Texas that they want, if they truly want them, but they haven't been able to develop one, no matter who the coach has been in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I some argue that Mac Brown didn't do a good job of developing them. I mean, that was the big thing that Charlie Strong came in and say it. And he, you know, when he first took the job, hey, these these players feel entitled. They're 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 soft. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's been a while since we've seen a number of players get drafted early out of the University of Texas. And to think about, like you were saying, Garrett, the five stars that they get, mm-hmm. they they come in there and then they just. They almost just they almost just burn themselves out, or I, I don't know. I can't explain it, and I don't think anybody can explain it. I mean, they've changed strength coaches. They had Benny Wiley. Now they've got Yancey McNight. I mean, they've had they they've tried to do everything to change that culture, and for whatever reason, uh, not you know, not Tom Herman. He he hasn't been able to change it, and right. nor was Charlie Strong. I think to me, one of the unique aspects of that is, and I. I've always had this feeling like if you bring in all these four and five star guys, no matter what the program is, 
and, and a lot of them, you know, they've been the dude in high school. They've never been challenged. They've never really had to face adversity. So when they get put in a situation for the first time where they're doing that, they don't know how to react, and you see a lot of them fizzle out. Uh, yes, and, 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 and I think it's more the, the developing of, the, of these guys. It's, and I agree with Urban Meyer. I mean, you, when, you get, when you get that style or that type of recruit in there, I mean, I, you know, just a few weeks ago, I mean, we heard about the foster kid. The, you know, he was mm-hmm. the top safety in the state, five-star player, walks off the field. So there's something wrong with the culture down there. There's something wrong with what's going on. And, and for whatever reason, that they haven't been able to, they haven't been able to figure it out. Right. Uh, on to West Virginia, you know, we talked about yesterday Darius Stills and the, the big performance that he had against Baylor over the past weekend. Well, that performance has earned him the Chuck Benaric Award uh, National Player of the Week. Uh, for that game so congratulations to him on a, a big game so one interesting thing i want to talk about here guys uh have y'all i know baylor's soccer team has played four games this year right all of them have gone to overtime they mm-hmm. haven't played one match where you know it was just a regular game and they have three of the past four games have gone into double overtime draws so they they're relying heavy on their goalkeeper uh jennifer want and she finished with six saves and no goals allowed, including three saves of the first five minutes of the second half uh, as the Bears played Oklahoma State to that 0-0 draw. And uh, she had she recorded her 28th career shutout. Now, Stretch, could you I, – you know, you got, you're a little long. You got some length to you. How would you handle uh, being a goalie? <laughs> could you do I, it? I guess – I guess I, I don't know if I've got at, at my age I don't know if I've got the best eyes anymore but I guess I'd handle it by saying hey let me go get me some contacts and so I can take these reading glasses off but yeah I'd I'd jump in there and see if I could see if I could bat a few down to keep it from the top corner no question what about you Tom top corner he like he knows the lingo <laughs> stop I don't know any lingo I, that's <laughs> the last corner. thing I'm gonna know but I know what when when you're six six all you can say is the top corner there you I, go I, and I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem uh, dusting your fan blades. Can you come over and clean the baseboards? Yeah. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about that side. I, I, I couldn't do it. I mean, my, my, after after rodeoing for all those years, my knees. Oh, just, my God. The, the knees, just the rodeo injury that got him. <laughs> uh, on, on to Iowa State. Iowa State's uh, cross-country um, competitor, Wesley Kiptu. He was named D1 National Athlete of the Week from uh, U.S. Track and Field Coaches Association. Uh, he raced to a second victory of the season, at the Cowboy Jamboree, uh, and he bested the competition by 27 seconds. He crossed the finish line uh, with an 8K time of 23 minutes, 34 seconds, 0.5. Now, Tom, you're up there every day. I mean, you're putting in the work on Mount Rush Robinson. What's your time? What you Can you top that? I'm just 11 flat. No, 11 flat. Well, I'm old. you got to understand. But 11 flat would be would be where I maxed out at. Stretch, you got any any hope? Of, no, of I don't even want to talk that? about that. You, I mean, you guys aren't that? even gonna get me to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna let you two banter about about your pretend workout partners, your pretend workout <laughs> arena, your pretend, <laughs> pretend, pretend. Yeah, I'm gonna let you guys <sighs> just talk about it. Oh, that's funny. Well, that's what I had today for the Big 12 fly around. There you go. It's a 10:38, 22 away from 11 o'clock. He, he, you mentioned the, the the football games, and of course Iowa State and Tech, and then Kansas State and TCU, and and uh, Texas and Oklahoma in the uh, in the uh, in the Red River deal um i i just it's uh it cracks me up guys that uh and i want to circle back around to it but what have you ever 
I mean, it's been a long time mm-hmm. since you've – I mean, you've had th- this game where one of the two teams was kind of going the wrong direction, but rarely, rarely stretch do you see both teams reeling going into this game. No, you, you, you don't. I mean, these are two storied college football programs. And, and it, I tell you what, it pains me because, I, I mean, you know, obviously I coached at Oklahoma, went to school at Texas. I mean, you know, it pains me to see – where where both of these programs are going and you know now we're going to start you know we can get into the criticism we've already gotten into the criticism and 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 what tom herman has taken in austin now you're going to start getting into the criticism of what lincoln riley's done and oh by the way they just gave him a big pay raise and an extension and the whole nine i mean i i'd like to see or, or i'd like to ask some of these universities did you did you not see what happened with Charlie Weiss when they did exactly that. They gave him some crazy extension at Notre Dame and two years later had to fire him. And I I don't know how long he's been out at Notre Dame. I think they're still paying that guy. He is still saundering to the mailbox. And let me say just saundering out there every 1st and 15th and collecting a paycheck. And he hadn't coached there in forever. That's the one thing I don't understand is – you know, Lincoln Riley did a good job, and okay, we, we you know, he's, he's an imaginative, young, offensive mind, and he did it with somebody else's quarterbacks. He did it with somebody else's players. And, and, and now it, it's his players, and uh, they, they, they don't look very good. They, defensively, they're awful at Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, and I, I don't understand that. I mean, he fired Mike Stoops. He brought in, brought in the, the guy from uh, – uh, Ohio State, Alex Grinch, and and I mean they can't they can't stop anybody. It's incredible how it's incredible how both of these programs have fallen on what feels like what feels like very hard times. All right, we're going to switch gears. We just got this uh, th- this in. Boy, it just it, the bad news just keeps coming, guys. Uh, Brownwood ISD has announced that their next two football games have been canceled because of positive COVID t- uh, tests. Brownwood was scheduled to play Middle Othian Heritage this Friday night and La Vega mm-hmm. uh, on October the 16th. So, again, the La Vega Pirates uh, – with 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 a game that's not right. going to happen. I mean, and this has happened to them all all fall. I mean, it is unbelievable what's going on with with this. So uh, Brown with the Lions are are going to um, they're going to cancel their next two football games and and uh, so um, the one this Friday with Middle Othian Heritage and then uh, on October the sixteenth with La Vega. And those are two big matchups. So I mean, for Brownwood, but statewide, you know, those are those are games that everybody's going to key on and. You really feel for Coach Hyde and those guys. Like you said, they started the season off. They're supposed to play Dumas. That gets canceled. And then they're scrambling for the next three weeks to try to find teams. So I'm interested to see if they just take this as a buy or if they try to line something else up with another team. Well, I don't think – I don't know. I mean, in, in you, you want you want your guys to be able to play football games. and But you're in the middle of uh, – you're, you're, you're going well, into district play. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. You can't – this is district play, so that's – You can schedule a non-district game inside your district games, uh, your district schedule. But, man, do you want to? Do you want to risk injury in a non-district game in the middle of the year? But, Stretch, with that said, this is all new. We've talked about that with the NFL. This is all new. So, I mean, what do you do? I, I – I have no answers. I, I really don't. I mean, about the time that you think you have a, a feel for what's going on, you think you have a grasp of what's going on, I, 
I, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't know. And, and that's, the, that's the maddening thing with where we're at is there's so many unanswered questions. And, and when you th- – I mean, think about it. There, nobody – you can't go anywhere for the answer. And that, it's, it's, it's frightening. It's uh, – I mean, there's a lot of things going on. And I guess that's why we talked earlier about, you know, me watching the vice presidential debate. Is it going to change anything about how I vote? No. But, I, but I, I'm kind of always looking for different opinions, answers. What are people saying? What's going on really with this pandemic? Is this thing – is this thing – you know, if they get – and, and I, again, you know, I don't want to talk political, but I mean, if we get a presidential change, what, what, is this all about getting him out of office? I believe the virus is real. But guys, it, we've got, now it's starting to affect, I mean, everything that we do, every, every aspect of your life, it, 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 it's maddening. It really is. I mean, and about the time I'm over it, I, I feel like I'm getting the red ass again. It just kind of <laughs> sends me off into. God, what are, what are we doing here? All right, 1043, and just to kind of put a bow on this thing, I mean, we, we shut it down. It, we, we all stayed home for a while, and, and, and did that did that get it done? No. I mean, so, I it mean, what, 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 it may have helped, but it certainly didn't get it done. So we're, we're right back where we were. So I don't know. 1044, 16 away from 11 o'clock. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we talk to Jerry Hill, and we do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. For 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Backroads Food and Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food and Fuel, 101 West Avenue C in Valley Mills. Go Eagles! Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as little as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Astros have jumped out to a 2-0 series lead over the A's after their win on Tuesday afternoon. George Springer talked after the game about the significance of being up 2-0 and the job not yet being done. Now obviously, it's it's um, big for us, but that's an outstanding game over there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about inning by inning, pitch by pitch. You know, we understand what the A's can do both offensively and on the mound. So it's 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 honestly just about going pitch by pitch, and we'll see what happens. Astros A's game three broadcast at two, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. The Rangers parted ways with pitching coach Julio Rangel, and first base coach Hector Ortiz will not be with the Major League staff next season. Ortiz will be offered a chance to be reassigned within the minor league system. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I feel a lot better now, don't you guys, that they got rid of the first base coach, so now they can figure out how to run from first to second and start winning some games? I rid of the pitching coach. He's coaching a bunch of guys that nobody even knows about. Boy, John Daniels, he is a mutt. All a right. mutt. 10.48, 12 away from 11 o'clock. Let's welcome into the program the director of sports journalism for Baker University, Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Tommy, how we doing? We're good. We got just uh, nine million things going on. Got uh, <laughs> got COVID going all over the NFL. We had a couple of high school games that just got postponed. So there's a there's a lot of stuff that's uh, that's happening on uh, on this on this Wednesday. Hey, let's go back and and revisit the Baylor West Virginia game. Just your overall impressions of that game. Yeah, Tom. I you know I thought going into that game, um, you know, knowing the defense was going to be a little bit shorthanded, I, you know, I thought the offense would have a chance to to go in there and really kind of you know uh, carry the weight. And and you know you got a lot of returners back there. You had the offensive line getting back to full force, but you know really it was the flip side. Um, defense I thought played really well. Got four takeaways. You know I think through. The four quarters held West Virginia to 300 yards total offense. So the defense did its job. The offense just struggled all day. And particularly, there was just no ground game at all. There was no push up front. Uh, I believe with with the two running backs, it was like 20 carries for maybe 32 yards, something like that. It was just – that was disappointing. I mean, particularly with, um, you know, all of those guys back with Xavier Newman back at center – Jake Burton and Blake Battier back. Uh, Jake actually slid inside to, to right guard, maybe to 
block against one of the Steels brothers, and then uh, Blake uh, Bettier got the start at right tackle. So that was that just was disappointing because it was there, um, you know. And they've had some times, some trips to Morgantown that where they really didn't have much of a chance. But this one, it was right there. They just didn't take it. And, and you know, we 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 praised their special teams play a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. Uh, this this past Saturday, however, you had three missed field goals. And I, and I granted they were not give me, yeah. but I mean, still, I think at this level, you got to go hit a 46 and a 47 and maybe even that 51 yarder. Yeah. And, and that, you know, ultimately you look at the end of the game and that, that was a big difference. And, and again, those were uh, particularly the first two, those were off takeaways that you had missed, missed field goals. So you get zero points, I believe with the four takeaways, including the, the muffed, muffed punt um i believe they got seven points um so you've got to do more than that you've got to score um so even if you get you know a couple of those field goes early and you maybe kind of build some momentum you put the pressure on west virginia but you never really were able to put that pressure on west virginia because you never let um yeah again i think you've got to take advantage of any you know help that you get and certainly they did two interceptions two fumble recoveries but uh you know, getting seven points out of that just isn't enough. What was your reaction on that Ebner touchdown that wasn't there at the end? Uh, yeah, I was love it, I believe, actually. It, but, yeah, I, I mean, from my angle, and, you know, even Coach Aranda said it, I think the replays showed it. I thought he had crossed and was pushed back, um, you know, and people will blame the replay booth. But there were – how many officials down on the field that didn't call it either? Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame that one guy when everybody on the field missed it or that that was their ruling too. That's where it started was you know they made that ruling and then maybe the you know replays didn't show it enough to overturn it and you know my my thought you know not necessarily right at the time but you know even um, you know later in the game I'm like well they still scored later you know they they got the tying touchdown. But, you know, if you score there and, and tie it up and then West Virginia's got to go do something, there's four minutes left in the game. West Virginia's got to go do something, and you've got a chance to get the ball back and, and maybe try a field goal or go down there and score a touchdown. So I think it was a big play. Um, and, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know, you know how much you saw of the replay of the interception there in overtime, but I, I felt like the guy was bobbling it as he was going out of bounds. Maybe I'm looking through – green and gold tinted uh, glasses, but I, I thought the guy kind of bobbled it as he was going out of bounds, didn't really have control of it, so it would have given him another play there, and, and they would have had a chance to, you know, maybe score and keep it going. You Let me ask you this. Has Coach Aranda talked about this, this off week, kind of using this off week to get that offensive line, now that they're healthy, working together and working as one? I, it, it didn't feel like that. Yeah. I, I, watching the game, I, I didn't get the feel that that group – worked as one to really do much good and when you've been hurt like that and you got to come back you know you're coming off of and not having a lot of practice time with that guy next right. to you is that something that they're working on yeah stretch i think that's probably the biggest thing coming out of that game is yeah you got those guys back and i don't remember at what point or or you know at what point they actually came back to practice i mean xavier you know week but I don't. I don't remember. I wasn't told when Blake and Jake were were, uh, were cleared. So if those guys didn't practice much, you had very little practice time 
with them as a unit. And like I said, they, they moved Jake uh, inside to right guard. I don't know how much he had worked there, how much had Blake, uh, Blake has worked at right tackle before, but you know, so I, I think, yeah, that's big this week. And even going into next week is getting those guys some practice time, getting them working together as a unit, as you well know, those guys have to work together. I mean, it can't be five guys working separately. It's got to be that whole unit working together. Xavier Newman kind of controlling things at center. Um, you know, that was his first game with this group. So I think, you know, you'll see an improvement in, in that, that next game, but it's also against an Oklahoma State team that's now in the top ten. Jerry, uh, before we let you go, this is uh, this is Texas OU week, and have you ever mm-hmm. in your memory been around where Texas OU just hasn't had the conversation that it's had uh, both locally, regionally, and nationally? Yeah. Yeah, Tom, I, I was trying to think about that, uh, uh, you know, because I remember the, the John Blake, John Bleak years uh, <laughs> of Oklahoma. But even during that stretch, you know, Texas, I think, was still, you know, kind of blowing and going. So um, I'd have to, you know, rack my brain for a time when and, – and Texas almost wasn't ranked, but Oklahoma, you know, wasn't ranked for the first time in ever. And, and, and then you've got a Texas team, I think, at number 22 – so, yeah, it's amazing how little attention that game is getting. And, and then you have no state fair going on, uh, very little. I don't know what the attendance will be in terms of, I guess it's 25%. So it will be a very weird atmosphere and just a different feeling for that game. I mean, I still think it's very important, obviously important for Oklahoma because they're, they're sitting there with uh, two conference losses already. So, um, I, you know, their playoff chances are out the window, but, you know, they still have a chance to – to come back and win the conference championship, but now they they actually have to have some help. Jerry, appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, we'll uh, dive more into the uh, the preparation for the uh, for the Baylor football game coming up next week. But uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good day. You do the same, Jerry Hill. Uh, our guest. It's ten fifty six. We step aside, and when we come back, we'll talk with Sean Salisbury. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Cold weather is coming, and it's time to fill your propane tanks. StarTex Propane provides the best propane service in Central Texas, and they have special pricing and programs for your household needs with their Keep Full program. With the Keep Full program, they periodically check and fill your tank. And of course, service techs show up with masks, gloves, and social distancing. They can also install gas logs for your fireplace, and they carry indoor propane heaters. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. 11 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch Smith. And Garrett Ross with you here on this Wednesday. We're joined now by Sean Salisbury from uh, Sports Talk 790 down in Houston. Sean, good morning. Thanks for the time. Let's uh, dive into the Astros. Man, this is one red-hot baseball team right now. Yeah, and probably much to people in Houston chagrin, the most hated sports franchise in, in sports right now because they are the villain after what went on, but you know what, at some point they themselves, if nobody else does, have to put and they made their bed, they got to sleep in it. And they have, and, you know, without fans in the stands for the most part, they've, they've had it. I don't want to say that COVID's been easy on anybody, but what they would have went through if thirty-five or 40,000 were in the stands. But they catch, you know, they catch hell on social media. But what happened is for their stars have not been hitting all year. And finally, Springer and Bregman and Altuve and Correa, 
it's postseason. They seem to that, that swagger. They don't feed off the pitching in postseason now like they did with Cole and Verlander. It's when they're scoring runs, their swagger and their chest sticks out a little farther, and they the bats are alive and well, and the ball's flying out of the park. And Springer is a great postseason player, and they're getting unbelievable pitching from young guys like you know Framber Valdez, whose stuff finally has come to fruition, and Christian Javier and Arquidi will start Game Three. It's been phenomenal for a bunch of young pitchers that some of them weren't supposed to be playing in the major leagues this year and the bats are starting to light up and when they do the Astros swagger kicks in and they're a dangerous team because their lineup is exhausting for starting pitching when you're going through it you don't get to breathe the sigh anywhere so yeah then now while they've still got a ways to go they clinch today and get some rest and wait on the Yankees and Tampa series but it is a they know they're not very well liked right now and they are set out to prove something because they do have something to prove after what they've been through and they're playing well right now. Sean, I appreciate your well-roundedness and talking a little baseball with us. Now let's get into your passion, what you love to do, what you've done your whole life. Obviously, you're a heck of an NFL quarterback and did a great job when you shifted gears, went to ESPN and, and all the things that you've accomplished. Let's, let's talk football and, and, you, and you know it's my passion. What's what is going on down there with the the upper echelon of the Texans? What's I mean, one minute it's 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 Cal's decision. One minute uh, Bill O'Brien ran out, pretty much ran out Rick Smith. Then he got rid of Brian Gain. Uh, where do you see this franchise going in the direction that that McNair might go to take you know to take this thing to the next level? Well, they're, I think they're headed in the direction that most of us aren't prepared for or, or, or don't want to see. And when when Jack Easterby, who's a, got a Patriot background, and Bill O'Brien brought Easterby in, they both, you know, got together and ran Brian Gain out. And the same things that made them smirk and smile, I guess, are the same things that are going to make them cry, or at least Bill O'Brien, because now it's almost as if Jack Easterby said, well, I don't like what's going on. We've made some bad trades. Maybe I got Cal McNair's ear because Cal's not a – I've said for a long time, when is Cal going to grow a set? And we're going to hear from Cal McNair making decisions on why give so much power to Bill O'Brien. And we all thought Bill not only had the ear, but told Cal McNair what to do, not asked him. Well, apparently – and I asked Ian Rappaport this today, Stretch. I said, did Jack Easterby stab Bill O'Brien in the back? For this job, he hesitated, pregnant pause, and came up with an answer. He said, "I don't want. I, I, I don't. I don't know." He said, but, "But basically, when I read between the lines, there's stuff out that there, the power struggle's real. That Jack Easterby now got the year of Cal McNair, and that that he's going to stay there in that position of power. And he ran Bill O'Brien out. Now we may never hear the entire story, but the power struggle, the disagreement with what some of the things that have gone on." And while they both ran Brian Gain out, the same guy that brought Jack Easterby in is the same guy now that somehow made his way up the hallway and has Cal McNair's ear. And I don't think Cal is, is uh, well, I don't know if pushy is the right word or micro enough. I think he wants to hand it to somebody. And in that struggle with an 0-4 start and some of the trades have been made, it was the old I confess, at least this is how we look at it, I confess it's Bill O'Brien's fault. Bill's out and Jack Easterby's got the And I asked Ian the same thing. I said, will Jack Easterby in 2021 have the most power in this organization? He unequivocally said yes. 
Well, and, and that, that so that speaks volumes about what's going on there. Sean, talk, talk to us a little bit about his background. I, I, this is a guy, it seems like one minute he's in player programs. Is he, is he a capologist? Yeah, he came out of New England, but nobody really knows what Jack Easterby's background is. What is his real background? Stretch, we're asking the same thing. We were asking the same thing. Well, what are, what are qualifications to come here and, and be handed this job? And then all of a sudden, what, is he going to be the president of football operations who hires a GM that is just a GM by, by title, bringing in somebody else that's in his, you know, New England Patriots, you know, down that, that, that highway? Um, is he a guy who's an expert in capology? Is he a, a talent evaluator? Now, you, there, there's, two, there's not a lot in between on Jack Easterby. There is the school of thought that, you know, the people who are in his corner hold him in high regard. Now, hold him in high regard, now, does that mean they think he's a great football guy? People seem to like him that are in his corner. I don't know him from Adam other than what I read and what I see of the football side. I'm sure he's a good guy, but we're talking about football now. And then there's the other side that thinks he's an agenda-filled guy, that he's, he's looking to take the step after step after step. So has he gone and changed the franchise around? No. Has he ever led a franchise? No. Has he ever been the, the lead dog that scouted talent and made trades and done it all by himself? Absolutely not. But now with the trade deadline coming on an 0-4 team where they've traded away all their draft picks and wondering, now that Bill O'Brien's not there for those two to battle each other, the question remains is, so if you turn it over to Jack Easterby now, do you head down the, okay, now we're going to go get another guy, Nick Casario in New England, and we're, I'm still going to make the decisions, and then we're going to hire Josh McDaniels as the new head coach. Most people think that that's kind of the path, but Stretch, we're asking the same thing. What? What qualifies? I know he's been around good people, but is this franchise in the best hands going forward? And the majority of people in this town that I've talked to don't think so nationally. They tread a little lightly, but there's two schools of thought. The people that like him and the people that don't, there's no in-between. Well, and, and here, 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 here'll be my final thought here on this, Sean. And, and, and I know, again, I go to your I go to your football background. You've been, you've been around a lot of coaches. I mean, a guy that played in the CFL, a guy that made his way to the NFL, a guy that's played in the NFL, understands offenses, defenses, schemes, uh, coaches, all, all of those things. The one thing I go back to is all of these New England guys, point to me one of them, whether it's Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cronell, Josh McDaniels, uh, uh, well, I mean, we could go on and on here. Eric Mangini, all, have any of them done anything outside of New England? And what would lead you to believe that that's the right direction to go, that you just take your pen and say, boy, let's, fill, let, let's pencil in this cat, and he's going to come in here and get it done like they do in New England? I wouldn't do it, Stretch. I, I, now, listen, I, there's no argument with me. Belichick's the best in the business, and very few guys have an eye for talent can coach it, make adjustments, all the things that great coaches and personnel people do. Belichick was blessed with the, 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 the Pat Mahomes ability, the Tom Brady pocket presence, the Troy Aikman toughness, all in one when it comes to coaching and, and front office. So there's one of them. I, I wouldn't do it, Stretch, because, no, the, I'll tell you what, you just named a whole bunch of Romeo, Romeo Cornell, all those guys. You named a whole bunch of great assistants and coordinators. They're, they're awesome. I'd be, hey, if I want look, look what Josh McDaniels has done with Cam Newton after losing Brady. That's great. The problem is, can they can they lead men and can we win? Now Brian Flores, I'm going to give him a chance to see, as he seems to be a guy that stepped out of. I like a little bit of what Belichick, but I'm going to do some of the stuff I do, and I'm willing to give him a chance just like I would anybody. But 
I, I also think that we get caught up in this that everybody's like Bill. And no, one of these things is, is much different than the others because I think it also speaks to the heavy hand and how good Bill Belichick actually is. Because when they leave there, number one is they're going to a bad team. They all try to add this abrasive toughness. There's very few that can get away from it. The way Matt Patricia, they don't endear themselves. Not that you have to kiss anybody's rear end, but there's a way to do it. And Bill's done it his way for a long time. And these guys just can't right now. Now, maybe some a second chance when they get it that they'll have the opportunity that it'll turn around like Belichick when he got his second chance. But for me, Stretch, I'd go in a completely different direction. I, I don't trust that tree right now. I trust an Andy Reid tree. I trust some new guys that may deserve an opportunity. I don't only trust it as a coach. I don't, I, I'm not real sure I like it as a front office because Belichick's hand has been with New England, and those guys that leave, they always either come back or they're never quite as successful in the front office either without him, even though John Robinson's doing a good job in Tennessee. Belichick's got his hand in it, but it's the coaching thing that concerns me. And I'll tell you what I need as a GM. I need a guy who's played it, that understands it, that's been around personnel, that's watched it, that studies it, that's a grinder, but also knows people. There's guys out there um, that, that, that maybe not be people are talking about, but there, there's a couple of them and one right down the interstate from, from you guys and from me that I'd like. But I've been saying for two years, war number eight in Dallas, because I think that'd be great. I'd love that one. But you know what? We'll see if that happens. And there's some other guys, assistant in Kansas City, assistant in Indianapolis. But I, I'm, I'm ready for somebody to step outside and say, the New England Patriots way is not the only way. There's other people that are doing it just as well or better. Well, and, and listen, I, I appreciate you jumping on with us, Sean. I appreciate your passion. I appreciate your love for football. And, and I know you do a great job down there on, on, uh, on the Sports Talk uh, 790 in Houston. Thanks a lot for jumping on with us, brother. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks for having me, guys. You got me rolling. I appreciate it. Thanks. And there Sean you go, Salisbury. Sean. Go ahead. Say it. No, number no, eight. No, number sorry. eight. Number eight. Let's say it. That's it. That's it. Hey, there. Hey, there's another guy now that understand. Hey, understands football. That said, that was said unsolicited. Yes, now. it was. Yes, it was. Unsolicited. Hey, you know, I, and it, I, I heard you give it the little West Coast snicker when he said number eight. You, <laughs> you were, you were dialed in and kind of liking it. <laughs> so, in, 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 in I'm, boy. Garrett, I hate to do this, but I, I'm I'm going to compliment Stretch on a, an outstanding interview with Sean Salisbury. Right. Uh, it, it's not it's not very often you can get me to shut up and listen, but uh, man, that was good. That was that was really right, good. You know Stretch. What, he's a, one I, out of ten I, ain't I bad, love, but that was good. Yeah, I, I I like having him on. I mean, obviously he he understands the lay of the land, especially in the NFL, and he's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on with. You know, he does, he does a great job with the Rockets, with the Astros. He's He's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the in the city of Houston. And we didn't even job. get into the Rockets. I mean, yeah. they're, they're searching for a coach as well. So, well, you know, they're probably going, hey, thank you, Houston Texans. But uh, you, you get the heat off of us. But uh, so, so Troy's going to be the GM. Uh, Stretch is going to be player personnel oh, director. No, Sean no, Salisbury is no. going to be the assistant GM, and, and no. they're going to go hire who? Who's going to be the no. next football coach? <laughs> no, no, you're not doing that to me. I'm not, I'm not doing it. We, we, come off a, we come off a heck of a – we came off of a heck of a segment right there, and there's no way you're going to get me to go down that road. Let's, let's, let's move on to what <sighs> we're talking about here, man. 1113 at ESPN Central Texas. We're going to step aside. We're coming back with more in just a moment. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today, just a few high clouds from time to time, but it's going to be a warm day. Highs top out at 87 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 59 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Still a bit on the warm side with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Cold weather is coming, and it's time to fill your propane tanks. StarTex Propane provides the best propane service in Central Texas, and they have special pricing and programs for your household needs with their Keep Full program. With the Keep Full program, they periodically check and fill your tank. And, of course, service techs show up with masks, gloves, and social distancing. They can also install gas logs for your fireplace, and they carry indoor propane heaters. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the high school football pick'em contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Recently on Game Time. If we can figure out a way to run the football, control the line of scrimmage a little bit, control the, can we keep our stinking defense off the field? There are three incompletions and a punt, and next thing you know, <laughs> here they go again. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That's in, what I'm talking about with the running no, game. In theory, in theory I, get, I get it, and, 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 and that fits. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. They gave up 24 first downs in the first half. <laughs> 24. You don't get 24 first downs in a game for crying out loud. They gave up 30 first downs in three quarters. They got 24 first half first downs. If that doesn't make you just sit back and say, could somebody hand me a Marlboro, please? I, I just need a cigarette. <laughs> I, just need, I just need to burn one here real quick before, so I can figure out what I need to say. It, it, it's mind-numbing. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my window. 
now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Eleven eighteen, eighteen minutes after eleven o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And Tom Barfield, Stretch, and Garrett, we're glad you're alongside. And in Stretch, I was <laughs> the one thing I'll go back to the uh, Sean Salisbury thing when he was explaining the hierarchy uh, in, in Houston. All I could think of is as the world turns. That that sounded like a damn soap opera. At the best, dysfunction junction. It, I mean, it. Yeah, complete dysfunction. And I think about what's gone on there, with how they've, with how obviously with the passing of uh, Mr. McNair, he hands the football team to his son who doesn't know sheep poop from hard rock candy. They've already got a very strong personal uh, personality in Bill O'Brien, who then convinces the son to run Rick Smith, one of the most, I would say, arguably one of the most established, well-put-together GMs, runs him out, basically run him out of town. Then in, then they hire Brian Gain, who had some, I think they had some New England ties to him. It, it almost feels like Brian Gain then came in there and disagreed with trading DeAndre Hopkins. They let DeAndre Hopkins go. They had let Brown go, the left tackle, who's an unbelievable tackle and who is, uh, you know, who's a starter in Seattle. Just let him walk. They they cut. I mean, they let they let Clowney walk away. Their first pick. When you start making these type of mistakes from a personnel standpoint, after you've had this power struggle, after the team has had to move, really from a father to his passing it down to his son. Again, a guy who doesn't know, he doesn't know if a football has air feathers in it. No, no clue. Now you have what you're exactly commenting on, Tom. You have a complete dysfunctional situation. And you can't sit around and wonder why you're 0-4. I mean, when all of that happens, you just can't. And then they've got this guy in there, this Easterby guy. Nobody knows who he is. You talk about maddening, and this is a guy that was supposedly a capologist. He worked in football ops. He has some some sort of psychology background. You show me a guy that wears a bunch of different hats, I'll show you a guy that not one of the hats he puts on fits him worth a rip, and, that, and that's how I feel about it. And so it's a very dysfunctional situation, what's going on with the Texans. And quite frankly, it's 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 maddening to think that this team has gone this far down this this quick. About five years ago, I'll tell you this quick story, or maybe it's been six years ago now, I, a buddy of mine was the GM 
up, at, up in the CFL for the Toronto Argonauts. And he said, hey, Stretch, can you do me a favor? I said, I, you know, I can this time of year. He said, I want you to go to four training camps. And, and he said, I want, you to, I want you to look at the players. And he sent me to Kansas City, New Orleans, Houston, and right, I'm trying to think. I went to uh, Jacksonville. And I, I'm telling you, by far and away, the best players, and I'm talking about the best roster, top to bottom, was the Houston Texans. They, it was unbelievable the players they had. And they had, they had depth. They had, I mean, they had defensive players. They had offensive players. We, I mean, literally, I was writing up and scouting guys for him that, that were eventually cut, that were immediately picked up by other NFL teams. And that tells you exactly when you have a, an 80-man roster going to training camp, what's going on. And to think that that franchise has gone through what they've gone through and just tanked it, it's, it's incredible. Okay, uh, let's talk about games this week, or will there be games this week? You've got COVID issues in New England, COVID issues with the Tennessee Titans, COVID issues with the Buffalo Bills, and I'm just I'm we're just going to have to look into a crystal ball because that's the about that's about the extent of it at this point. But I mean, do we can I mean do they continue to try to play games this weekend? Uh, you know, in do you go ahead and play your Thursday night game and then take another look at? I mean, where? I mean, where are we in your opinion? Because obviously, uh, it's not you can, but it's not it's not the 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 correct way to do it. You could ask Tampa to sit tight and fly day of, uh, but that's not the way you do things. Do you think? Let me ask you this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this back on you. Do you think we truly know? The numbers no. of, of players who have tested positive? No, I, I right. do not. I do not. Right. So, with that being said, I don't know how you would. I don't know how you would remotely think about making a decision here, or even making a guess as to what the league is going to do. Because I, I think we get about maybe maybe a tenth of what's really going on. I mean, truly, maybe a tenth of what's going on. So. There's no way of knowing what the league would do. I, I, I mean, we're four weeks into this thing. Think about what's going on in the NFL. We're four weeks into it. We've already had a coach fired. We've got uh, Adam Gase in, in, in the Jets, who they thought would be fired uh, after last Thursday night's debacle. You've got uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, who absolutely they thought Dan Quinn was going to be gone. You've got uh, Jacksonville, who, who Doug Marone should have been gone. You've got the wash your 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 favorite team, the Washington Football Team, who's already benched Dwayne Haskins <laughs> for Kyle Allen. So part of me says it feels like we're in football season. Four, four weeks into it, a coach has been fired. We've already, you know, we've already benched a quarterback. We got a bunch of other coaches on the hot seat. And then the other side says, look at how many COVID cases are going on. We've got a team in Tennessee who can't even get back in the building. I mean, we talk about how dysfunctional the Texans are. Right now, the league looks dysfunctional. Yeah, there's no question. And, and and it doesn't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon is, is you know, the where I'm at with this thing. Right, and, and so then your question is, from, from and, and a very logical question, is, okay, do we shut this whole thing down for 14 days and see if we can get it under control? Is that even going to help? And, and 
I really don't know how to answer that question. The only and we were talking about this. It might help, and I think it very well could help. I think it could it could corral, for lack of a better term, this little outbreak in the NFL. But what about when you get back to playing in a couple of weeks, and then two weeks later you have it again? What do you do? I mean, it's not going to end. That's that's the that's where I think we all have to come to the realization is this is not going to end. Right, and, and and I'm I'm even going to take it a step further, guys. I mean, I have an I have an eighth grade son, and you know, going back to school full time, they've been on a what what's been a split schedule where he's been you know virtual for three days, then in class for two days. Now, is 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 it? Have we got the all clear to go send these just go send these young people back into class full time five days a week? I don't I don't know. I don't I I do not have an answer, and I and and nobody does. And that's what makes it so so difficult to even predict what's happening. 1126, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to step aside and we're coming back with more of the program in just a moment. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 17th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Registration will be available on-site. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 17th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers, and I buy houses cash. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. I can pay cash and close in as little as three days. I buy houses in any condition, any price range, and anywhere in the Waco and surrounding areas. I'm a private real estate investor who buys several houses a month, and I want to buy more. I buy inherited houses, divorce houses, behind in payment houses. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Do you own a house that is trash and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, because I love buying junk houses. I buy vacant houses, abandoned houses, condemned houses, and foreclosure houses. If you own a house and want to sell fast, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. 
870-8645 or check us out on the web at texastrusthomebuyers.com texastrusthomebuyers.com Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas ESPN Radio Sports Center. Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as little as $149 a month. Right now, WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Astros have jumped out to a 2-0 series lead over the A's after their win on Tuesday afternoon. George Springer talked after the game about the significance of being up 2-0 and the job not yet being done. Now, obviously, it's it's um, big for us, but that's an outstanding game over there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about inning by inning, pitch by pitch. You know, we understand what the A's can do both offensively and on the mound. So it's 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 honestly just about going pitch by pitch, and we'll see what happens. Astros A's game three, broadcast at two, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. The Rangers parted ways with pitching coach Julio Rangel, and first base coach Hector Ortiz will not be with the Major League staff next season. Ortiz will be offered a chance to be reassigned within the minor league system. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven thirty. Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by Nick Delatore from GatorCountry.com. Nick, good morning. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Uh, just hoping this hurricane doesn't doesn't change anything and I get my first trip out to College Station this week. I, I was going to ask what what is the status right there? I know that there uh, there's some consideration to, uh, of moving some football games. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Florida um, uh, and A&M moving their game. Um, but, I mean, uh, it's obviously a hurricane. and It's tracking a little bit farther west, I think, uh, today than it had been previously. So, I guess I guess we'll see. I know LSU and Missouri have already moved. Um, but uh, I'm hoping it kind of just fizzles out. I don't know if uh, I'm a meteorologist <laughs> or if I know what it's going to do. Uh, being from Florida, I'm used to hurricanes, but uh, – can't really tell you where they're going. Hey, hey talk a little bit about uh, the the, uh, the Gator offense. This is an offense that's putting up some points right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been in, I've been covering Florida since 2013, and I think uh, I have not seen an offense like this in Gainesville. That's for sure. Um, it, it's it's really fun, and I think the biggest question was: Is Florida going to be able to run the ball because they couldn't last year? And then you, Florida loses four receivers to the NFL, who's going to replace them? And I think we've gotten answers. You know, Florida isn't uh, a team that's going to run the ball 40 times a game, um, but they've shown that they're at least able to run the ball when they need to. Obviously, Kyle Pitts is a guy that is a mismatch for whoever Florida is going up against. And you've seen, you know, 11 guys catch, 11 different guys catch passes in week one, nine different guys catch passes in week two. So I think they've answered those questions as to, you know, who's going to replace the guys that left for the NFL. Right now, Florida's just a really fun team to watch offensively. Um, definitely the most fun team I've been able to cover since I've been in Gainesville. And speaking of covering them, let me ask you this. Kyle Trask, uh, obviously, he's got to be looking forward to coming co- close to home, being from Manville. He's he's really kind of gone, you know, playing a, a level above even what I thought he would play, which was at, at a heck of a level last year. How, how do you see him coming into – playing in his home state and, and bringing that offense in here and, and going against an A&M defense. How do you see him playing? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's all credit to Kyle. Um, when you look at, you know, his story, it's probably one that you couldn't sell to a Hollywood producer because they would, they would say, you know, it's, it's too outlandish. But, um, you know, a backup quarterback in high school, then a backup quarterback at, at Florida, 
there were really two opportunities early on in his career where he would have had a chance to play, and uh, it, he tore his ACL, or had a knee injury, and then broke his foot. And uh, so it's really just a credit to him because if if you're a backup quarterback for three or four years, it's probably easy to show up to practice and just go through the motions. And we saw last year when he was thrown into the mix um, against Kentucky that that's not what he had been doing. Uh, I think it'll be emotional for him. Probably would have been more emotional in, in a different year when there'd be, you know, 102,000 uh, Aggies in Kyle, in Kyle, at Kyle Field. Um, but I think it'll be emotional for him. He's going to have a lot of family members there. He's from, you know, just about an hour and a half away in Manville and uh, playing in a stadium that he was named after. So I think it, it'll be a big deal for him. Um, he grew up an Aggie fan. Uh, so, yeah, certainly it'll be a big deal for him, you know, getting a chance to play um, that close to home. And, and it'll be the only chance, you know, he's had um, to do that in, in five years at Florida. Dan Mullen wasn't pleased with the Gators' ability to get off the field on third down against South Carolina. What can they do to address that before taking on A&M this week? It, it's going to be interesting because against Ole Miss, it was there weren't long, sustained drives, but they gave up big plays, you know, six plays of, of 25 yards or more in the passing game and, and five of 15 or more in the running game. And then you get a, a, a South Carolina offense, and it's a total – totally opposite they're on the field for 11 plays 14 plays 16 plays and even when you get off the field on third down they're they're converting five of five on fourth down so it's been two totally different you know breakdowns for Florida's defense and now when you look at um, Jimbo Fisher who Gator fans are, are familiar with from his time at, at FSU and, and you look at what Kellen Mond can do not only with his arm but extending plays and, and that was some some issue Florida showed uh, with Matt Corral and the way that he was able to extend plays. So I think that's a big a big issue for Florida is keeping Kellen Mond in the pocket. Um, Florida hasn't been able to cover a tight end in two weeks, and, and Texas A&M has a great tight end. So I think that there's definitely some issues, and, and we might be in for another another shootout when you look at uh, what these two offenses are able to do. Um, so that might make for an exciting game, but I know Florida fans have become accustomed to a certain level of defense, and that's not what they're seeing in um, out of this Gator unit this year. You mentioned uh, defense, 30 points a game, and I, I guess that's got to that's have the defensive staff scratching their head a little bit. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, covering the teams that I've covered at Florida, it's, man, if, we, if, if the offense could just score 17 points, they'd be good. And, <laughs> and now you're looking at a Florida team that, that might be able to score 35, 40 points a week, but now you're getting fans wondering, is that going to be enough? Is 35 going to be enough this week? And I think probably everyone across the country. I've likened it to baseball some when pitchers and catchers report to spring training early and it kind of takes a little bit for the bats to catch up. Uh, I think, you know, when you look at Florida, they didn't tackle uh, but twice since the Orange Bowl uh, back in January. So I think there's going to be some time where the defense needs to catch up, get up to game speed. Um, and I think you'll see defenses getting better. Uh, but like I said earlier, you've seen two completely different reasons why Florida was unsuccessful on defense in two weeks. Um, so I guess on the optimistic side, glass half full, you can say, well, they corrected the problems from week one. Well, that's nice, but you have a whole new crop of problems up in week two. So um, do they are they able to correct those problems? And do you see a better Florida defense? I think it's just a really tough offense for them um, when you consider the skill position guys the Aggies have and, and, and how good of an offensive coach that I think Jimbo Fisher is. Tennessee's had some success this year. We've seen what Georgia's been able to do over the past couple of years, and now Florida seems back to where they used to be. How close is the SEC East to closing that gap with the SEC West? 
Yeah, I think that Dan Mullen was asked that that's in the SC teleconference, and, and he mentioned that his second year at Mississippi State, they finished 15th in the country, but fifth in the West. And I mean, that's, that's the gap that there was. Um, for me, I think it's Florida and Georgia in, in, in the East. The winner of the East is going to be whoever wins that game um, in, in Jacksonville. And obviously, Georgia's got a little tougher stretch. They had to play Auburn, uh, took care of business there, but they'll play Alabama next week. Um, and, and, but I think that's where it is. And it's going to be Florida versus Georgia. And then you're going to see what the gap is when, when we play in Atlanta on December 19th. And I, I still think there is a gap between Alabama um, maybe and, and then the rest of the SEC. But I think Florida's at least closed the gap on Georgia in the east. Um, but, yeah, when I watch what Alabama's been able to do and, and what they did to Texas A&M last week, that's just a team with a cutthroat mentality. and never really taking their foot off the gas. And, and that's an issue that Florida's had where they've had a chance and an opportunity to close games out early against Ole Miss and then last week as well, and they just don't do it. And I think that might be uh, the difference right now between in Alabama and, and some of these other teams uh, in, in the conference. Nick, uh, tell us what we can catch on uh, GatorCountry.com right now. Uh, we got updates uh, all week long and uh, from, from Dan Mullen and, and Todd Grantham and the Gators, and you can read all that stuff on GatorCountry.com. Uh, I'm looking forward to my first trip to Houston and my first trip to College Station this week. Uh, you, you'll have fun, uh, and uh, it's it's an interesting place to, to go catch a football game. We hope you enjoy your time here in Texas. Nick Delatore, our guest from uh, GatorCountry.com. It's 1140, 20 away from noon. We're going to step aside, and we're back with more of Game Time on ESPN Central Texas in just a moment. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita me vas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Berg Colgen Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Berg Colgen Ford. Berg Colgen Ford, trusted since 1936. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. If you spend $20, mm-hmm. you can use a coupon. Mm-hmm. Well, none of us have spent $20 by ourselves. If we all come together like wet cheeks, we'll have over the $20 threshold. We could use a coupon to get a discount. That makes sense to me. Of course it did. And I mean, I contributed $10 to it. No, you didn't. And Steven gave $10. Well, no, Steven didn't do anything. Steven just... Yeah, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not talk about me, though. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Astros have jumped out to a 2-0 series lead over the A's after their win on Tuesday afternoon. George Springer talked after the game about the significance of being up 2-0 and the job not yet being done. Now obviously, it's it's um, big for us, but that's not outstanding game over there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about inning by inning, pitch by pitch. You know, we understand what the A's can do both offensively and on the mound. So it's 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 honestly just about going pitch by pitch, and we'll see what happens. Astros A's game three broadcast at two, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. The Rangers parted ways with pitching coach Julio Rangel, and first base coach Hector Ortiz will not be with the Major League staff next season. Ortiz will be offered a chance to be reassigned within the minor league system. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven forty-four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Sixteen sixty AM, ninety-two point three FM, and one hundred point nine FM down in the uh, Temple Belt and Colleen Coppers Cove, Georgetown, Harker Heights. You name it. That's where we are on the FM dial down there. One hundred point nine. Uh, big takeaway for me today. I'm just thinking. Uh, stretch guaranteeing a Houston Astros victory today. That was that was big. So uh, he also guaranteed that Troy Aikman would be hired as the oh, next oh, general oh, manager oh, oh, oh. of the Houston Texans. Uh, he not. stepped out there now. I, I mean, did did, don't I you think, Gary? Do, he just went out there. You know what's, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he no, just went right did. out there. Are, are you talking? <laughs> I didn't say either one of those things. Are you kidding? Are you guys kidding me? Are you are you on the same show I'm on for crying out loud? Garrett, didn't you hear that? I mean, it was pretty crystal clear oh, to me. Oh no! Now I we're going to so. start talking about our our, our Mount 
Rush Robinson jog. <laughs> I, I I know where this is going. Uh, no, this is this is uh, this the is Wednesday. We bike it today. Beat me up. We we we, we bike it today. So <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays we jog it. Mondays and Wednesdays we bike it. You and, when, <laughs> and and I guess there's a swim in there one day, so you guys can. Hit well, there's a beautiful river that runs through it. There's no question, but I mean, <laughs> it's a little cold this time of the year. You need to you need to go take a run and go and jump at that oh, right now. Boy. That'll do you some good having to having to having to work the double duty and do two shows. Go get you a little <laughs> go get you a little a, a little swim. So you know, put put your tea bags in there and think about it for about a half hour before you have to go back to work. Oh boy. Eleven forty six what is the big high school game, Garrett? I mean I'm I'm looking at a list. I'm looking first of all, you can go online and you could you can uh you can uh cast your ballot for who's going to win in the Pick'em Contest presented by Whataburger. Go to SyntexSportsFan.com to vote. We, we didn't touch a whole lot on, on high school football today, mm -hmm. but I, it, it, is there one that jumps off the page? To you? Is, this, is there one that you're there, just locked in on? There's a couple that I'm interested in this week. I, I would say Salado at Conley is intriguing mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. I, I think Salado's offense is going to be – I'm interested to see how Conley approaches this from a defensive standpoint. Uh, trying to slow down that Salado offense. And the, obviously, Temple and Arlington Martin. Temple has, I think, got the attention of everybody across the state right now that yep. there's something to be messed with. And, and the way they've handled Longview in uh, week one and the way they went down and did Magnolia West last week, I, I think this is going to be a really intriguing matchup. Two games for me uh, is uh, Chris Lancaster in his first year taking a 5-1 and one academy team uh, to Cameron. And how does the yo respond after uh, – Losing uh, soundly to to Rockdale right. in the Battle of the Bell, uh, so I'll be curious to see how that one unfolds. And then uh, I want to see how Midway responds. Uh, Midway got got thumped solidly by by Austin Westlake, and a lot of people do stretch, as you know. That's a that's a yeah. really good football program and a football team. Fifty six to nothing. That one. How do they respond against South Grand Prairie, who's one and zero? They they're coming off a a twenty eight twenty six win uh, last Friday night. So. I, I'm curious to see about the growth of uh, of the Midway Panthers, and then how does Cameron respond uh, against uh, Academy? Well, and, and I think that's I, I like that you're looking at those two matchups because both of those teams, I, I'm sure both those coaches have preached, hey, it's how you respond to adversity. Both of them have seen adversity. I mean, did 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 you see Yo getting a, a absolutely nope blown out? Nobody no, and, did. And, Nobody and, did. right and. and, and I think that you you know Westlake with that quarterback in in the first game out you know yeah I knew they had that scrimmage against Round Rock but really it's not it's it's not the same as that first crack out so yeah I, I agree with you Tom I think it's how both of these teams will respond in in a very adverse situations and both of them are facing adversity and that's a great thing about football a great thing about high school football. How are you going to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and go try again? Garrett, you, you follow the the uh, the recruiting trail, and in mm -hmm. Klubnik, the uh, the quarterback for for Westlake, he's got what twenty two twenty two, I believe, offers right now. Yeah, <laughs> stretch. How about that? Twenty two D one opportunities for this young man. Uh, anytime, anytime you start garnering that kind of attention, you're it's 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 coming your way for a reason. It's coming his way because he's a pretty good football player, guys.
He's also a humble individual. I, he just recently tweeted out talking about, uh, you know, that they had 519 total yards against Midway, and he was phenomenal in that game. But all the credit goes to his offensive line. He he gets it. He he's got a strong head on his shoulders. He, what was he? 16 of 21, uh, 276 two, yards passing and yeah. four touchdowns. And then he, and he can run with the football as well. He's he's got speed, coach. He has got some speed. So well, and that's I mean, anytime guys can extend plays, and that and that's. That's kind of where it's going right now. You know, used to, even even at the highest level, you wanted a guy to hit his back foot and the ball to come out. Well, the way defenses are disguising coverages, the things they're doing with the fronts, the blitzes, now they're shifting gears. They're looking for that quarterback who can extend it a little bit, who can make some things happen, whether that's Mahomes and, and what he's doing in the NFL or Klubnik and what he's doing all the way, to, you know, down in Westlake. Everybody is looking for that guy who can kind of extend those plays and, and help your offense. Just give it another second to develop. 11.49, 11.50, actually, 10 away from 12 o'clock. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, it is uh, unnecessary roughness. So, that's uh, – in, in Friday night, we'll have uh, our full complement of ball games across uh, the family of radio stations. And over on uh, Kicker, we'll have uh, Robinson, and they'll be taking on Gerald. The uh, Rockets looking for a bounce back after being – uh, thumped pretty solidly by the Conley Cadets. So, Robinson will take on Gerald. Uh, that'll be coming up on Friday night uh, over on uh, Kicker at 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Temple, as uh, as Garrett alluded to, will be hosting Arlington Martin. And, again, this will be game three for, for the Wildcats, and they're going to play at Wildcat Stadium for the first time in 2020. And we'll have that one with uh, Ward and, and Q beginning at 7 o'clock Friday night, kickoff at 7.30. And then the game that uh, I'll have will be uh, the Midway Panthers and uh, in South Grand Prairie. And, again, that will be a 7 o'clock pregame with a 7.30 kick. And it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then we'll we'll bring everybody back together and one big happily family, and we'll uh, we'll have our high school football scoreboard show on Friday night. So uh, there you go, uh, and, and we'll have that one for you after high school football. And they'll get you up to date on all the scores. They'll have the highlights and uh, even some. I love the fact that these high school coaches at uh, eleven thirty at night jumping on the radio and and talking about their kiddos and and the success that they had with those football games on Friday night. That's that's the fun part of the uh, of the Friday night high school football scoreboard show for me. Yeah, I enjoy it too. I mean, you get the raw emotion from the coaches, and after all of that time and energy, you think you'd be exhausted, but your adrenaline's still pumping, so they take the time out to come on and join us. And uh, that's I'm always appreciative of them to, to give us a few minutes. Uh, stretch, let's uh, – let's, I, I just, I just want to circle back around – and and I don't know that we have a whole lot of time, but just and maybe we get into this tomorrow. You you've mentioned, and I know we've kid you a little bit about it, but you've mentioned Troy Aikman as somebody who has the skill set to be a general manager. And then a guy's three hours away from us, and another NFL guy in Sean Salisbury. He says the exact same thing. What are what are the what are the the traits that Troy possesses that says, hey? I've got a I've got a chance to be a good GM in, in this thing. Well, I, here's what I know about Troy Aikman: having been, you know, having having coached him, having been with him with the Cowboys, he was very he was very studious with everything he did. He's a big time student of the game. When you look at successful GMs, you look at the Ron Wolfs of the world, you look at the uh, Nick Cesarios of the world, guys who constantly have a great uh, pulse for what's going on, not only with players in the league, 
but with what's going on in the college game, being able to evaluate talent. And I've, I've just always thought that when you can put those things together and you have a very, I mean, you see how he prepares, even when he goes on a broadcast. I mean, he's been the number one broadcast guy with Joe Buck forever because of how he prepares. You see him, he's constantly. So why not, why not on the field? Why GM over, say, a coach or oh, a I don't, I don't think that's what he wants to do. I think I, I think if he if he were to step if he were to step away, and this is just me knowing him personally, if he were to step away from doing what he's doing on Fox, if he were to step away from it, I think he wants to. I think he wants to oversee all of it. I think he wants to pick the coach. I think he wants to decide who the players are. I think you know it's it's that Bill Parcells line. If you if you want me to cook the meal, make sure I'm the one that's going to the grocery store. So I, I think that's what he. You know I think he now. Am I 100% sure he wants to do it? I'm not. I'm just – I do know this, guys. There are a lack of candidates out there for these for these jobs. And so I start thinking a little bit outside the box. I start thinking about, you know, how – I mean, let's just – again, let's just shift gears and go to the University of Texas. Who would you hire right now besides Urban Meyer if you were to, if you were to move on from Tom Herman? I think those are the things that uh, – th- there's a lack of candidates out there to fill these jobs, and I and I certainly think that Troy Aikman is as qualified to be a general manager of the Houston Texans as he would be to gen, be the general manager of the of the Chargers or a, any other team. I mean, so I think so you, do you you don't you don't think a guy needs to get into a program, work his way up through the program, understand uh, all the little nuances of what goes on inside the building. That's exactly what I did. I, I do think you do that, but I think when you have when you when you have the qualifications of, of a guy like Troy Aikman, I, I think that fast tracks you. Let me ask you this: When you would you rather if 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 we go into battle, are you wanting to hire that guy that's magna cum laude at, at Stanford, or are you wanting to hire the guy that just got out of Army? You want to hire the guy that just graduated from Army? I'm assuming. That, well, of course. But. Okay. Well, that that's what I'm telling you. He's been this. Troy Aikman has done nothing but study the league since the day he walked out of it. That, that's, that's all he's done. I mean, week after week, he's in there on Friday, and that doesn't count the prep work he does before the Sunday game. All I, mean, right. I, I just think nobody has the finger of, uh, their finger on the pulse of what's going on in the NFL better than, you know, a Daryl Johnston. A, let's take Troy out of it. Troy Aikman, the guys like that who are constantly watching that film. All right, uh, we, we, we will dive into this more tomorrow, I promise. Uh, 11.55, 5 away from 12 noon. That is going to do it for us. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 10. I'll be back this afternoon at 3 o'clock in for Matt Mosley. Until then, have yourself a great day. Unnecessary Roughness with Q Ward and Steven is coming up next. And we'll be back tomorrow at 10 right here on ESPN Central Texas.